How you doing? I'm your fancy fuck host, Jamesy Poopoos, and this is another edition of The Danger Hour. All right. Uh, yeah, it seems like this is a monthly show because <clears throat> I can't get my shit together. Oh boy, have I been a busy little bee. But I'll get to that a little bit later. You can call that a teaser because uh, now I know you're really going to tune in to figure out what I'm talking about. <laughs> Okay, first I have to share something with you. A lot of you guys would probably be embarrassed to admit this, but not me. I am completely in touch with both my masculine and feminine side. Oh my god, James. I can see your feminine side. It's kind of embarrassing. Oh, fuck you. Look, a lot of men think, oh, I can't admit certain things. You'll, they'll think less of me. Not me. I know you already think less of me. So what does it matter? Uh, no, I, I think that some things are worth sharing because, one, they're funny, and two, who gives a fuck? All right, if you can't laugh at my, at my pain, then uh, <laughs> what's the point? I'm just here for your amusement, so let's, uh, let's just move on with this thing. Uh, I'm not kidding. I'm not joking. About 30 minutes ago, your old pal Danger Poo was crying. <laughs> Now, ask yourself this question. As a man, as a grown adult man, how often do you cry? How many times have you cried in the last 10 years? I bet you can count on one hand, right? Not many things make you cry, I would imagine. I mean, if you're like me and, one, and all my friends, you've been fucking beaten down by the world enough that uh, you're pretty numb at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not completely numb, uh, I'm sure that uh, a reasonable amount of alcohol throughout the week finishes the job. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. This podcast has gotten pretty fucking depressing. Two and a half minutes in. We're on a roll, everybody. So yeah, I'm home alone. The wife took uh, the kids to a, a children's party. James, why didn't you go? Don't you want to be a supportive father? Uh, sure I do, but not in this case. I worked all day. I came home. Last thing I want to do is go hang out with a bunch of yelling kids jumping around. One of those jumping places. So uh, surprisingly, to my surprise, the wife didn't even put up a fight. She just said uh, she was actually, I go, hey, am I supposed to be going to this? She goes, uh, do you want to? I didn't think you wanted to. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'll stay home. <laughs> and so uh, I took the opportunity to do a little catching up. You see, I uh, totally forgot that this Sunday is the Academy Awards. Now, I know what you're thinking. James, who gives a fuck? And yeah, you're right. But uh, the answer is I do. I don't know why, but it, it turns out I'm like a nerd when it comes to movies. I'm a fan of movies. And yes, I know it's very stupid to watch the show. I know. I know. Most of the time I'm watching the show, I'm just angry and I'm hating it. But it's just like a car crash I can't look away from. I don't know. I'm, I'm fully invested. I'm a fucking nerd. And uh, I try as much as I can to watch as many of these dumb nominated movies as I can 
uh, to fully enjoy this experience. And I can't explain it because most of the time while watching the show, I'm thinking, oh my God, you guys are all so fucking full of yourselves and it's extremely annoying. But I, I don't know. I can't explain it. Like I said, I just enjoy it. So uh, one of the movies I was catching up on is this movie called Roma. You heard of that one? It's the Netflix. Uh, it's about the Mexican chick and it's all in subtitles. So right there, I'm already out. Subtitles, I don't dig it. I can't stand reading a whole fucking movie. You know, I'd like to watch it and enjoy it, but uh, I don't want to. I don't want to have homework on top of it. So right away, I'm kind of already, I'm kind of out of it. But I was like, you know what? I'm, I'll give it a shot. My wife and I started it maybe a few weeks ago. We got about thirty minutes in, and it was dragging. And uh, the kids were kind of walking around, and at the point they showed the chick in a hotel room, and this dude shows his dick, and right away I'm like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> We're done watching this movie for tonight. And we just never got around to go, going back to it. So tonight she took off. And I'm like, well, you know what? I, I'm just going to finish it up. It's a safe environment now. I can, I can watch all the dick that I want because the kids are gone. <laughs> oh, my God, James. It all makes so much sense now. You wait for the family to leave so you can watch some dick. That's not what it was about. Well, you're kind of right. But let me tell you something. I pressed play where I left off, and boy, oh boy, I thought it was going to be like a couple flashes of the dick, but this was like a whole scene devoted to this guy's dick. Uh, I've never seen so much dick in a movie that wasn't featuring, you know, hardcore sexy time. But uh, yeah, it's a very strange scene. I'll just tell you. It has nothing to do with, the, with anything in the movie. It shows a guy like doing a, a karate sequence <laughs> and he's completely butt naked, flipping around and twirling about. Oh boy. And uh, oh, he's uh, flopping to and fro. So if you're into that kind of thing, give it a watch. But anyway, this movie, uh, you know, the first 30 minutes, I'm like, all right, it's pretty slow. But, you know, I'm already sort of committed. Let's see where it goes from here. Uh, it picks up and it winds up fucking being devastating at in a couple scenes and making me li literally cry tears streaming down my cheeks only a few movies have ever done this to me and i was completely shocked that it happened i didn't see what was coming coming and uh jesus christ it will fucking stab you in the heart at times two scenes made me fucking cry wow so uh, if you want to feel something, <laughs> if uh, you can relate to what I was talking about earlier by going to work, having your soul crushed every day, and then coming home and uh, dealing with other bullshit, and occasionally having a, having a drink or two to numb yourself further, you might want to see this depressing-ass movie. <laughs> uh, man, it's just one of those movies that... Uh, I don't know. It's it's pretty unique. It's not a great... I don't know how to explain it. It's not a great movie where you're like, oh my God, you have to see it. But you kind of have to see it at the same time. But uh, all right. So if you like dick and crying, <laughs> then this is the movie for you. <laughs> oh. Well, I really sold that one. I should be a fucking movie critic, huh? Uh, all right. Speaking of movies, I think I got like... I think I have two more movies to watch to be caught up with the Oscar race here. 
uh, the last, you know, usually the last two movies I'm not very excited to watch, but uh, but I'll still try to work them in before Sunday. And today happens to be Friday, uh, the 22nd, I believe. Uh, yeah. So speaking of movies, I've been watching uh, quite a few movies as of late. I know I've said I've been busy, uh, which I have been, but I was able to squeeze in a few movies here and there. Now, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, my, my wife and I are members of the A-List. <laughs> That's right. It's a, it's a movie club through AMC in which you pay $20 a month and you get to see three movies a week, regardless of uh, if it's IMAX, uh, Dolby, 3D, opening night, any of that shit. It all, it's all included. Pretty fucking cool if you like going to watch movies. Now, some movies you have to watch in the theater. And, uh, you know, I just love going to the movies. I mean, there's a few times I don't love going to the movies. And we all know why. Because of the asshole, cunty people in the theater. You know, I like to go to the theater and really absorb the experience. But that's difficult to do when you're surrounded by cunts. You know what? Let me tell you something. I went to watch a movie called Free Solo. Now, this was an IMAX movie, and I think I was the only one in the theater. Maybe there was one other guy, but he was quiet as hell, and he wasn't sitting next to me. And uh, goddamn, that's a great experience. I went during the day. I had the day off. I uh, went to an early showing. And Free Solo, if you haven't heard of it, is a documentary about this guy. Uh, should I blow it? I think it's part... I think it's part in the, in, the, in the credits. It's the first guy to ever free solo climb El Capitan in Yosemite. And uh, it's pretty good, but I suggest if you're going to watch it, you go see it in IMAX because uh, that makes a whole difference, I'd imagine, watching it on that grand scale. It's fucking insane what this guy was able to accomplish. Uh, fucking terrifying. There's no goddamn way I would ever attempt it. And uh, even though you know it's going to end well, the anxiety, <laughs> I already have anxiety in general. So watching this dude fucking climb this, the, a, a rock wall 8,000 feet high with no ropes was nerve-wracking as hell. Goddamn. Let me tell you about an experience that I had that wasn't so fun. <laughs> My wife and I went to go see another documentary. And yes, the only reason I've watched these documentaries was because they're part of my A-list subscription. So I'm not paying extra for them. They're already included in my fee. So yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't actually go pay to watch a documentary. I don't think. So this other one we watched was called uh, They Shall Not Grow Old. This guy named Peter Jackson, I'm sure you've heard of him, the Lord of the Rings guy. He was able to obtain... Uh, hours of World War I footage, and he spruced it up and made it color and enhanced it, and it's pretty fucking crazy what he did. Uh, a lot of this shit's wild. Uh, a lot of it's redundant. They keep showing the same footage over and over again. Uh, this one's, I mean, it's, it's, it's cool, but uh, it's kind of boring at times, and sometimes it's like, all right, uh, we get it. Move on to the next kind of thing here. He just kind of like uh, overdid some of it, but anyway. The point is, there's some crazy shit in the movie, and there's some, uh, literally some crazy shit. Like, you, you, uh, it, it makes you think of war 
in a completely different way you never thought of, even though you probably have thought of it in a bunch of different ways. Like there's one way like, holy shit, I never thought about that. Uh, and then anyway, there's a dickhead who sat two people away from me. And I'm not joking. This guy was the loudest goddamn breather I've ever heard in my fucking life. That's strike one. Okay, let me try to imitate it, all right? And I'm not exaggerating here. This guy was lit. I don't even know if I can do it. He's going like this. <clears throat> you, I'm sure you get it. I couldn't fuck. I want to say, hey, buddy, can you fucking tone it down a bit? You know what? I've, I'm literally lightheaded right now because I was breathing so much. Let me catch my breath. Goddamn, this guy! I wanted to go strangle him. On top of it, this motherfucker brought in a giant tub of tub of popcorn, and it was like that that butter smell was like overwhelming me. I'm like, God damn it! This is the reason I hate going to the fucking movies. This jerk off was was two strikes against him. The loud breathing. And the uh, he was like choking me out with his popcorn butter. Oh God! <sighs> Calm down, James. Take a breath, buddy. Get it together. I'm having fucking flashbacks, and I'm hyperventilating over here. This guy, I had so much rage with this fucking guy. Anyway, all right. Let me calm down. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. Jesus Christ. Um, the reason I've been so busy is, well, for one thing, I've, I've, uh, started helping out with coaching my son's new, new baseball team. He's in little league now. His travel team is taking a break while these kids are all in the little league teams, um, because they don't want to take away from that. But they, they, they have assured us that this will be our last time playing little league because the rules are different. Um, but you know. I don't know. Well, that's yet to be seen because we haven't even played our first game. It's only been like three practices so far. But I got kind of got I kind of got forced into it because um, he's on a travel team, but all his whole team got split up amongst all these little league teams. So I have two fathers that I already know from the travel ball team on this little league team, and they're like, "Hey, you're helping coaching." I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> okay, but I'm gonna say no. I was kind of forced into it, but it's been pretty cool. We'll see how that goes. I'll keep you posted. But uh, besides that, the reason I've been so busy is is the house projects. Now, if you're a listener to this shitty podcast, you've been hearing that I've been up to my fucking ears in projects around here. I'm trying to do like five projects at once. Uh, on top of that, I got new projects popping up here and there <laughs> against my will. So like a year ago, the faucet in the bathroom started dripping. Now, it was little tiny drips every so often where it's like, I'll let this go for a while. But little by little, oh, and but that's not stopping my wife from like, hey, the faucet's leaking. You need to fix that. Yeah, I'll get on it. I'll get to it. And the little bloop. Bloop. Became At that point, you're wasting gallons of water throughout the day. So I'm like, all right. As soon as I recognized that, I was like, I got to do something about this. I found out that it was only the hot water side. So I shut off the hot water valve. 
fix that problem. <laughs> That's been like that for about seven months. I know. I will pause while you all roll your eyes. <laughs> for about seven months, we've had only cold water in the bathroom. Oh my God, James. Isn't that some kind of health violation? Don't you need hot water to kill the germs off your hands, James? You filthy shit hand covered fuck. Oh God. What do you care? If I got shit on myself and I rub my eyes and I get pink eye, that's my problem, not yours. Now stand down, asshole. And number two, I don't think it's really the temperature of the water that's killing germs. I believe it's the, uh, the antibacterial soap. Let me try that one more time. Antibacterial soap and the movements of thrusting your hands together in a really, really fast friction, right? The friction is what kills the germs from what I, what, I'm, what I was taught in history class. Biology. One of those classes taught me that. I can't confirm. But perhaps you're right. Maybe the temperature of the water does play some kind of a factor. I don't know. What I do know is we had no hot water for seven months. So what was it, James? What finally broke your back to make you change your stupid faucet, asshole? I'll tell you what it was. The cold water started leaking. <laughs> and the wife was not very happy with that. You know what? It's been leaking for a long time and now this one's leaking until you have to change it already. I want hot water in this bathroom. Ah. So I'm like, all right, you win, lady. I will finally do it. Now listen, this is the trouble of being a husband and a father. You're the one that's relied on to do every goddamn thing. Well, unless you're one of these progressive households. <laughs> but in my house... My wife is completely comfortable with being the woman and having me do everything that's considered quote-unquote manly. Um, I, you know what? And I kind of like this arrangement. Uh, she, she is totally fine with being a woman and letting me be a man. <laughs> as much as I can be, anyway. She's cool with cooking, you know, washing the towels, cleaning up. She's cool with all that as long as I go to work and pay all the bills and Take the fucking trash out <laughs> and fix whatever breaks around the house. Uh, so, yeah, we're old-fashioned that way, but you know what? I dig it because uh, sometimes I've told her, like, hey, you guys want equal rights? You fucking do it. And the eye-rolling is off the charts. <laughs> Atomic eye-rolling. So, uh, yeah, and I'm fine with it. I don't fucking care. The only thing is I, I'll put it on my list of things to do, and, you know, you have a six-month six waiting list before I get to the project. That's just part of the arrangement. <laughs> I'm union. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I go to the store. I get myself a new, uh, a new sink. I come home, and lo and behold, I climb under the goddamn sink. I'm getting ready to do this shit. And what do I find waiting for me under the sink? None other than corroded fucking fittings below. And not much room to get any tools down there. So I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. How am I going to get these fucking things off there? So I'm trying and I'm struggling, trying and struggling some more. And I can't budge these goddamn things. So what I'm trying to find is some kind of a, of a, a socket type deal to fit over these little nuts. Actually, they're big nuts. You know all about that, James, don't you? Oh, hey oh. So I go to the, the Home Depots, 
or the lows or whatever it was. And I'd tell the guy, hey, listen, fella, this is my problem. Can you help me? And he hands me this uh, plumber's socket set. I'll tell you what, this thing will fit anything you need, and you'll use it your whole life. You won't need anything else. I'm like, sold. I buy them. I go on home. I'm all excited to complete my project so I can be pat on the fucking head and say, good boy. And uh, I go to put the, <laughs> the fittings on there. None of them fit. The biggest one is still a little bit too small. God damn it. This is what I hate about fucking plumbing, all right? If any of you out there have done this shit, you know what I'm talking about. Any plumbing job you have, any simple fucking job, add at least three hours to it. Whatever you think it's going to take, add three hours. At least. <sighs> so, for days, I'm trying to figure out how to do this without ripping the whole fucking thing apart. That just adds more of it, right? So I call my father. Yeah, you know, I, I don't have anything for that. And, he, and no one else knows how to do this shit. So uh, we wound up, my, I tell my wife while I'm at work one day, I'm like, you know what, can you just go to an auto parts store and see if a socket, if they have something bigger than that fucking thing, can you take it to the store, please? And uh, she takes it, talks to a guy. All right, yeah, this will work for sure. You won't, you won't have a problem with this. And if it doesn't work, just bring it right back. So I get it, and uh, it's meant for lug nuts. And the problem is they're too fucking thick, so they wouldn't even fit under there. I was like, oh, God damn it. So long story longer, I wound up having to disassemble the fucking sink, take that out just so I can access the goddamn nuts, which I'm finally able to get channel locks on, and I'm able to break free. Now, uh, God damn, the amount of joy I had at that point. Uh, I got all the corroded bullshit off there, removed everything, Hooked up the new sink, and now it's working like a charm. What I forgot to tell you in this whole fiasco is while I'm on this project, then my wife goes, hey, the water heater's leaking. I'm like, God damn it. It's always something. When it rains, it fucking pours, man. Every time. Every time. Now, I already noticed that there was a little puddle under the water heater a week before, but I was hoping the roof was leaking and the water heater wasn't leaking. <laughs> and uh yeah and then one day i walked by and there was no puddle there i'm like okay uh i guess it's not leaking because i thought i would think it'd be steady but uh yeah the wife goes hey the water hitter's leaking and we go look at it i'm like yeah i see water spots here but i don't see any dripping anywhere so a couple of days later hey the water hitter's still leaking and i go and i look again i inspect it even further and i do see some water dripping from the water heater now that's bad news, boys and girls. I do know a thing about a thing or two. Not much. I, sl I know slightly a little bit about a lot of topics, but I don't know anything in detail when it comes to one topic. What I can tell you, though, is if a water heater is leaking from the water heater itself, it's a wrap. Now, considering this particular water heater was 35 years old, which is fucking mind-blowing, lasting about three times what a normal water heater would last. I thanked him for his service, but I started looking for his replacement. Now, this is happening while I'm doing the sink. Now, if you guys don't give a fuck, maybe I'm boring all of you, but I'm kind of just ranting right now, trying to get this off my chest so I don't have to drink heavily tonight. Just have uh, slightly a few drinks. So uh, while I'm at the store, now this just happened to be coincidence, okay? Well, first of all, sorry, I'm looking for new water heaters, okay? I'm, I'm uh, 
I'm doing some recon work. So when the time comes, I got to buy a new one. I'll know where to get it from. So I'm looking and I'm looking, asking people for advice. And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of brands out there. And some of them can be trusted. Some of them can't. Uh, and I will tell you right now, like I said, I know things. I won't tell you how I know it, but I know this from personal experience. GE makes a completely shitty water heater. Avoid it at all costs. And I also know every water heater has, for the most part, every water heater has a control valve on it. If you ever see a Honeywell control, avoid that like the plague. Because those are garbage. They're made in China, and you'll have nothing but problems with those fucking things. They have wires on them, a LED digital light display, and they always fucking break. The problem is, every goddamn water heater these days has that particular control on it. Uh, they don't, <laughs> they're trying to get away from that thermocouple, which is the old-fashioned style, but that's the way to go. If you can find one with a thermocouple, you're way better off. So I'm looking all over the place like, huh, where can I find one with a thermocouple? The problem is no one has one unless you want to get a giant one, which I don't need. Normal household needs about a 40 to 50 gallon water heater. So uh, I'm like, what am I going to do with a fucking, with an 80 gallon water heater? Nothing. <laughs> That's overkill. And uh, so I'm looking around. Yeah, no one has a fucking water heater with the old fashioned control with a thermocouple. So I find this place that does refurbished water heaters. I'm like, all right. When I finally go get one, that's the place I'm going to go to. It's located in Fullerton. And they just, uh, I guess they refurbish them and sell them for cheaper. It's like, fuck it. That's where I'm going. So anyway, now fast forward to me going to the store to get some sink stuff. As I'm walking down the aisles, aimlessly because I'm a fucking moron, I turn a corner and I see a brand new giant water heater on display with big ass markers saying, marked down price, clearance, or whatever the hell it says. And, uh... It happens to have the exact control I'm looking for, but it happens to be a 74-gallon water heater, something I don't really need, but it's on sale, normally $1,300, marked down to $600, and I was like, ho, ho, I might have to pick this thing up. That's about the price of a a normal 40-gallon, but it's going to have the fucked up control on it so i might as well get this big fat boy and have the good control that i can do repairs on if it comes to it so i'm like "Ah, but maybe not it's kind of big it's actually pretty big i don't really need that should i start looking for the refurbished one and then i see some asian guy looking at it looking very interested i'm like huh my old fucking fight or flight kicked in i'm like all right fuck it i go right to the manager hey i'll take that water heater over there all right, good. And so uh, I picked that one up. And then uh, I installed it myself. Saved myself another $500 for installation. If you ask me, that's a, that's a check mark in the wind column. So, uh, yeah, finished those two projects. Feeling pretty fucking proud of myself. The, uh, the wife was very impressed. <laughs> uh and I also had to, uh, I, I learned about some new technology. Now, like I said, I don't know shit about shit, but I know shit about some shit. And it turns out there's this technology out there. 
because I had a, I had some copper pipes up there and it had this old valve that was fucked up. It, it wouldn't close or open all the way, so I had problems with it. Needed to be replaced, but uh, it's connected all copper and soldered. I don't know how to solder. And so I was talking to the plumber at the Home Depots. Now, it turns out there's actually some of these guys are worth worthwhile and uh, know what they're talking about. Most people don't know jack shit, but uh, some of these guys are fucking legit. And he told me that there's this tech that you can, uh, it's called shark bite. Now, this is going to save your life, anyone out there that has to do plumbing or, or gas piping. And you don't know what the fuck to do or you don't know how to solder or anything like that. What you do is, after you turn the water off, <clears throat> you cut the pipe out. After you drain the water, you cut the pipe. And this shark bite stuff, like a, like a valve, will just slide over the pipe and lock in. You don't have to do shit. You don't got to tighten anything. You don't got to solder anything. You don't got to twist anything. You just push it in and it'll click. And then it's like a, Chin it's like a Chinese finger trap. You can't take it off. You need a special tool to take it off. It can be removed, but you don't got to do jack shit, dude. It's fucking beautiful. Now, the guy was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make your life extremely easy. He goes, check this out. And he's talking to me about it, showing me how to do it. I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding? That's all it is? And I look over to my left. I feel someone staring at me. And this guy is nodding and smiling at me like a fucking creep. And I start laughing. And he goes, that shit will save your life. And then the, the Home Depot guy goes, yeah, I told him about it years ago. He's been, nothing, he's been using nothing but this stuff ever since. And so uh, there's this stuff called PEX. It's a plastic piping. And you just slide, slide that shit right in there too. Any elbows, any fittings, it just locks right in and you're in business, motherfuckers. Ah! I fancy that. Should have been my fancy moment. Yeah, it's a, it's the shark bite stuff is a lot more expensive than regular fittings, but it's fucking worth it. But that PEX stuff, the plastic piping, is a lot cheaper than copper or metal, so you kind of save money that way. So if you got a Mickey Mouse anything, <laughs> or uh, or get a job done, an emergency, if you want to, if you don't want to use the old stuff, you can use this stuff in a pinch, and it'll help you out. Hell, I could have used the other stuff, but uh, I just used this, and it was so fucking easy. So there you go. That's been your dangerous home tip. So take it and run. <laughs> All right, on to the next thing. Oh, boy, I ran into an asshole the other day. Do you guys ever run into assholes? Oh, my God, James. It's called life. Yeah, you're right. A lot of assholes out there. But let me tell you about this one in particular. Now, like I told you before, for my job, I, I run into a lot of different people. All the time. Uh, I wish that wasn't the case, but, uh, but it's true. So this fucking guy, I was walking away, and he goes, hey, excuse me. He goes, can I, can I give you something? And he starts pulling his wallet out and opening it. I'm thinking, well, fuck, yeah, you can. Hand it over, buddy. <laughs> and I go, uh, okay. And he pulls out what looks like a fake, fake money, and he hands it to me, and it's a $1 million bill, right? And he goes, you ever seen that before? Anyone ever give you a million dollar bill? And I go, no, I can't say that they have. And then he goes, well, turn it around. And I turn it around and uh, it says something like, uh, this, you know, this, this would be a great gift, but not as good as the gift of Jesus or some shit like that. And I was like, oh God. And right away, I wanted to say, dude, fuck off. You know, I don't want to hear it. But like I said, I'm working. And uh, I don't need the negativity thrown my way if he decides to 
fuck with me and my work. So I was like, oh, okay. I'm just trying to be polite. And I'm trying to let him say what the fuck he needs to say. And I can be like, all right, thanks, later, and be on my way, right? So he's talking to me, and he's like, yeah, so 10 out of 10 people are going to die. And when you die, are you sure? you're? And we're all going to be judged by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Are you positive you're going to go to heaven? And I was like, oh, oh, please, God, just take me now. <laughs> please let me see you now and be judged so I can go straight to hell already and be over with this. Uh, so I'm just like, oh, okay. And he goes, well, for, oh, sorry, I fucked up. He goes, right away, he goes, he goes, do you, he goes, can I ask you a question? He goes, are you a believer? And I go, that's a long story. <laughs> All right, so that's a long conversation. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I respect that. So, uh, why do these guys always talk like that? Like that guy Joel Osteen with his fucking squinty eyes, and he talks like this. Hey, I, do you have a relationship with Jesus? Are you confident you're going to go to heaven? They fucking creep me out, man. This guy's going on and on, dude, just like, just vomiting all this shit at me. And uh, very pretentious, right? I mean, who the fuck are you uh, to be to be going up to a stranger and fucking lecturing them like this? Very pretentious. Now, maybe, oh, they know something I don't, right? They're trying to help me. But at the end of the day, they don't know a goddamn thing. Pun intended. <laughs> They don't know for sure what's going on. They know about as much as I do what happens after we die. Nobody knows for sure. So for you to fucking stand there and give me this fucking million dollar bill and proceed to lecture me about how I should be living my life and what I should be doing uh, is very irritating. Now, I got no problem if you were a believer. I got no problem at all. I got no fucking problem with it. Uh, what I got a problem with is you fucking... Uh, holding me hostage <laughs> and vomiting these words at me. And you're fucking taking advantage of me because I'm in my uniform and I, I'm, I'm kind of vulnerable here because you have all the power, all right? You can call and complain to me about me to whatever job I have, um, especially because I got a work vehicle, so it won't be too fucking hard. So shame on you. <laughs> But uh, who has the right to fucking lecture anyone about anything that cannot be proven like that, you know? Oh, God. I'm on my soapbox about people being on their soapbox. I, I understand that. But uh, it just drove me fucking nuts. And another thing on this whole topic, uh, I had this other revelation, pun intended. I was at a funeral recently, and uh, they were giving their, you know, I don't go to church. I, I grew up going to church with my grandparents, with my parents. They forced me to go, right? And as a kid, you know, you don't really want to go, but you go anyway because you're going to go take in the breakfast afterwards. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, but I actually kind of, I think I enjoyed going to the Catholic church with my grandparents more. Just because of the whole spectacle of the whole thing. You get to see all the cool statues and uh, the beautiful uh, stained glass windows. And it just seemed like a different, you know, all the traditions and all the shit they do, all the costumes they wear. It was more interesting to go to those masses. And they, 
They go like, right, all that shit. They bring out the cracker and the fucking wine, the, the grape juice and say it was wine and, and flesh and blood and all that shit. It was like a whole theatrics behind it. The little kids walking around, the little altar boys. Now they know what was going on with them behind the scenes. It's a little disturbing, but uh, at the time, I didn't know that. The incense being waved around. It was like a whole spectacle. So it was more interesting as a kid going to that as opposed to the Christian church where they're like, hey, man, it's, it's cool to come here. It's hip. We get it. No judgment here. All that shit. But uh, anyway, so the funeral I went to was a Catholic mass. So I was transported to my childhood once again. And uh, this guy was going on and on about, uh, you know, going to heaven and are you going to be entered into God's kingdom for eternity, right? And while he's talking, I do what I usually do, which is daydream. <laughs> while anyone's talking, I'm pretty much daydreaming. Uh, my, my brain can't stay focused at all. I'm sure you can probably tell by listening to this fucking garbage. I can't concentrate. I can't focus. I'm all over the place. So, uh, yeah, while someone's going on and on about some fairy tale and shit, I'm just like thinking and thinking. And I start thinking about the words he's saying. And I start thinking back to different people I've listened to talk about the Bible being mistranslated because of uh, things get lost in translation because certain things uh, do not translate from religion to, or sorry, from, uh, from language to language. There just, there isn't a translation behind it on some of this stuff. So like even things that we say, our little sayings we have in English doesn't translate to other um, languages. And I've heard that with people that speak Spanish. Or, or even Arabic. I've got some uh, Arabic family through in-laws where they'll, I'll ask them, like, oh, how do you say this and that? And they're like, oh, there's really, there's really no translation for that or that's not what that means or whatever. And so it gets very complicated. And so some of this stuff, I think, is drastically mistaken. And uh, one time, I, for example, if I got to give you an example, there was one example that someone told me a long time ago and it was like, oh, my God, Really? And it was something like, uh, it was mistranslated from like, you know, a shadow instead of, uh, I don't remember. But it was something like one word was slightly off and it changed the whole meaning of the whole passage, right? I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy. I spoke to another guy. I know I speak to a lot of nuts about all kinds of shit. Uh, He told me something that kind of made me have a different outlook as well. Not just the translation can be misinterpreted, but also the meaning. For example, what he said, uh, a teacher told him, is that uh, when it, in regards to, and God made man in his own image, people are not literally created to look like God. Instead, it means that we, are, we were made to be creators, much like God is. So we have the ability to create, and that's how he made us in his image. I mean, if you think about it, the human body, that's what God is. I mean, there's some uh, engineering flaws with the design. And if, and if God did it, do you think he'd really make a being <laughs> eat and breathe out of the same hole? <laughs> it's fucking stupid. You can choke because food went down the wrong pipe. Right? It's, it's really dumb. And then also, if I was designing this fucking thing, I wouldn't have the place that I expel urine and also be my pleasure organ. I wouldn't mix those two together. And I wouldn't have, (laughs) 
I wouldn't have the trash department located right next to the fun zone. I just wouldn't do that either. There's too many wrong things about the engineering of this body. So uh, I highly doubt that we are modeled <laughs> to look like God. I like that, that uh, interpretation, that we, that we we're created to be creators. Now, I'm not saying I, I jump on board with all this horse shit. I don't, I don't like any of it. But if I had to take some explanation, I think I would uh, condone that one more, more so than, oh, he looks just like us. <laughs> what if God was one of us? So anyway, while I'm sitting in that mausoleum listening to the mass, listening to the guy going on and on about uh, when, you, when we die, we go before Jesus. And if we were good people, we get to spend an eternity in the heavens with God. And I'm thinking, right, back to my daydreaming. I was like, huh, these people I think are being a little too literal. Maybe the truth is what the scientists have been saying. Maybe, like he says, when you die, you go into the heavens. Maybe it's just when we die, our life force, our atoms, get spread throughout the cosmos. And that's the heavens. We just get dispersed back into the universe. And it says, you will live with God for eternity. Well, the universe is infinite, allegedly. So doesn't that make a lot of sense? Maybe it's all true, but it's just not the same horseshit you think. Maybe uh, when you die, you just, you literally, literally get dispersed back into the universe for eternity and you keep getting recycled over and over again. Look at that. So all the scientists and the religious wackos, they're all right on some level. Ah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, who fucking knows? Who cares? It's fun to think about. It's fun to ramble about on a podcast aimlessly. But uh, all right, should we start uh, steering this fucking thing in a different direction? Boy, I love talking about this nonsense. Oh, man, if you want to get together and have some tea or some coffee, maybe like a espresso, and ramble about a bunch of horse shit like this, I'm your man. Hit me up. Let's have a little date. Well, how can I find you, James? Well, thanks for asking. Email me, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. That's right. I'm the only one that looks at these things. I won't send you spam. I won't send you dirty photos of myself unless you request them. And in turn, you may email me with any suggestions on restaurants I should go to. Hey, I'll eat it. A song you think I might like? Hey. I'll listen to it. A movie you think I'll enjoy. I'll watch it. You want to send me nude photos of your mother? I'll look at them. Well, maybe not. Unless they're only tastefully done. <laughs> then I will look at them. And so forth. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. Okay, what, what else are we doing here? Uh, okay, so speaking of creation, this is a, a good little segue. There's a guy who was recently in the news, some Indian guy, he, is, uh, he considers himself to be an anti-natalist. I hope I'm saying that right. Anti-natalism. Hold on, let me, let me read you what it means. Hold on. 
It's a, a philosophical position that assigns a negative value to birth. Antinatalists argue that people should abstain from procreation because it is morally bad. <laughs> so what this guy is doing, and this is pretty fucking cool. I like this. I like this guy. He is suing his parents for giving birth to him without his consent. <laughs> I fucking love that. At first, it was uh, like, what, what, what are you talking about? But the more I was reading on this, the more I'm on board with this guy. In fact, I think it should be a class action lawsuit. I want in on this. <laughs> so he's suing his parents for giving birth to him without his consent. Uh, yeah, he's pretty much like, look, I didn't ask to be born. And now I'm born. And I'm required to do all these things in life that I don't want to do. <laughs> so... <laughs> Because you took it upon yourselves to to give birth to me, I think that you are morally responsible to take to take care of me for the for the remainder of my life. I shouldn't be responsible for doing anything. Your decision was to have me, so you need to financially take care of me for my whole life. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I mean that's my way out. I won't have to work anymore. I look, I look, mom and dad, this is your fucking fault. All right. I didn't want to, be, I don't want to have to work. You know what torture it is every day? Well, why don't you just find a job that you love, James? It's not that simple, asshole. Plus, I wasn't given the proper tools as a youngin to really have the proper desire, <laughs> motivations, and, uh, Drive. So yeah, once again, my parents were at fault. I'm with, I'm with this guy. Making the decision to have a child is the most selfish thing anyone could ever do, right? And where it stem from in the past, you know, the farmers. We need more help in the in the in the fields. It's hard work. I should have some boys. They'll help me. They'll they'll get to work too. They can milk the cows. Help me put up a new barn. It's all selfish. And then when I get old, they can take care of me. In my, in my, in my twilight years. Is that what they're called? Golden years? I don't know. Very selfish. Now, now what's the reason that people have kids? That problem doesn't exist where I, where I live. There's no farmlands they need tending to. What is the reasons that uh, my friends and me, why do we have kids? Because I want to see what a lower version of me will look like. Because it's cute. Because I want to buy baby clothes. <laughs> so I can paint the room teal green. Seafoam green. Right? What are the reasons? So I can have some kind of fulfillment in my life. So I can feel like I have purpose and meaning. Right? It's all selfish. None of us has to be born, goddammit. None of us are happy that we were born. <sighs> Let's face it, though. Most of us are around. Most of us have kids purely accidentally. <laughs> Another selfish reason. I just want to have sex. Oops. Now look what happened. Yeah, so uh, very selfish, all of you. I'm behind this guy. I, you know, I want to get paid. And mom and dad, I'm coming for your asses. I'm retiring as soon as my case is won. 
I think I'm going to go with Larry H. Parker. As you all know, he has a 91% success rate, so uh, I like those odds. And I'm just looking to do nothing and have no responsibilities. But James? Yeah? But wouldn't you have the same kind of deal with your children? So, you got to keep working, James, because you got to take care of them for the rest of their lives. Fuck! That's a good point. God damn it. Still going out to my parents, though. They're not, they're not going to get away with this. I'm going to clean them out. <laughs> all right, one last story to wrap all this up before I close it out. And it's, uh, it's one cute little story that's going to involve both subjects I was just talking about. Religion and uh, parenting. The other night, my daughter comes up to me. He's like, I'm going to make this hot chocolate. And apparently it came in this, uh, in this gift for Christmas that someone gave me and I said she could have it. It was only one packet of hot chocolate. And my son goes, you said I could have it. And I went, oh, fuck. I don't remember what happened. So I don't know who's correct and who's not. So I don't know what to do. And then uh, I was thinking and I decided to use an old Bible story to determine who gets the hot chocolate, all right? <laughs> Do you remember that King Solomon story? I don't remember exactly how it goes because my memory is shit, but it's something like two women are fighting over one baby. They each are claiming that they're the mother of the child. And King Solomon, I think that's his name, he, uh, he holds the baby up and says, all right, since you're both claiming to be the mother of this child and we can't prove who it is because this is the old times and there's no DNA testing, I'm going to cut the baby in half. You can each have a piece of the baby. And right away the woman goes, oh no, it's her baby. Give, give her the child. And right then he knows that that is the real mother because the other bitch was like, all right, kill that motherfucker. <laughs> give me half. So he's like, yeah, the one that wants the child to live is the one that is the real mother. Case closed. Here you go, woman. Here's your baby. So I pulled the old King Solomon, the old switcheroo on my kids. My fucking daughter, who is, I think, evil, like all women. The evil is already blooming. She's holding the packet. I go, all right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can make that hot chocolate and share it with your brother, or you can throw it in the trash and neither of you guys will have it. And she was thinking, and she went, um, I guess I'll just throw it away. <laughs> First, I was shocked that she would pick that option. I was like, what a fucking little bitch. <laughs> but I also kind of wasn't shocked because she is a woman, and you know how they are. James, that's sexist. You can't be like that this day and age, James. It's, it's 2019, and it's just not something we can condone. Uh, you know what? Go fuck yourself. This is my podcast, and I'll still remain to be sexist. Because it's true. They are inherently evil. And uh, you can see by the, by the choice my daughter made. Maybe it's because you're evil, James, and he just rubbed off on her. Well, I'm going to pick the option that frees me from this whole thing. So it just, it's just women in general. So she, yeah, she chooses. Uh, just throw it away then. And yeah, after I, after I took a moment to be shocked by how, by her terrible choice that she made. I was like, you know what? Now he gets to have all of it and you get nothing. And she looked at me completely shocked. And I was like, ha ha, the tables have turned, haven't they? 
And I told her, I go, look, there's an old Bible story. Really? You're going to talk about the Bible? Something I don't even know about? And it's like, that's not the point. <laughs> the point is that there's a good lesson to be learned here. And I told her the whole story of the King Solomon thing. And uh, I was like, now he gets all of it and you get nothing. Because you made the choice to throw something away rather than sharing with you. You both could have had it. You and your brother could have both shared. And instead of having a little bit of something, you chose to have nothing so that you, you wouldn't have to share with your brother. I'm like, uh, so way to go. Great, great decision making. Now he gets all of it and you get nothing. I hope this teaches you a lesson. And my son was fucking thrilled. <laughs> and she was all getting fucking teary-eyed. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, have you learned something today? Yes. And she was pissed. It's like, yeah, so in the future, make a better decision. You fucking asshole. No, I didn't say that last part. So yeah, he got the whole cup of hot chocolate all to himself. Sometimes I'm very proud of myself when it comes to parenting. You know, I think I've already mentioned a couple things in the past on this podcast, but uh, that's another one I'm going to chalk in the wind column. I like that. Way to go, James. You sure are winning sometimes, buddy. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's start closing the show out with a little segment I like to call, I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's I Fancy That. Fancy. All right. Fancy that. I Fancy That's a segment in which I talk about something positive for a change. Something that I fancy. That's right. Let's end the show on a positive note. All right. I got, a, I got two fancies this week. Oh, man. Look at me. Look at me being positive. <laughs> All right. The first fancy is my wife got this thing a while back called, uh, oh, shit, I forgot, Instant Pot or Instapot. I don't remember which one it is, but it's a pressure cooker. And holy fuck, she's been making a whole lot of meals in this thing. And ugh. Everything comes out so tasty and moist. James, people don't like the word moist. Why don't they like the word moist? I never understood that. What's the problem with the word moist? James, stop saying it. Stop saying what? Moist? James, some people really don't like that. I think it's something to do with sexual. You mean like a woman's vagina? Or a man's butthole? Uh, yeah, the food in the instant instant pot, instapot. Oh, it's fantastic, and it also makes the food super quick. You know what? I think this is like a trending thing. So all you guys are probably rolling your eyes. I like, guess, dickhead. We all know about the fucking instapot. Welcome to the party, asshole. Well, I'm I'm a late bloomer. Okay, I don't I don't know about things and stuff right away. I don't have my finger on the pulse of pop culture and society. You know what? Uh, that reminds me. Uh, my dumb coworker named Brian. <clears throat> one morning he goes, he tells another coworker when I walk in, he goes, I bet he knows what it is. And I go, what? And they go, what is Fortnite? And I go, oh, that means two weeks. <laughs> he goes, what? I go, yeah, Fortnite. You mean like two weeks, 14 days. He goes, no, dude, the game. I was like, oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody knows what it is. Everyone's been playing that stupid fucking game. That was like in the beginning when it just came out. 
Uh, yeah, I'm totally out of it all the time. So I'm sure everyone already knows about the fucking Instant Pot. Instant Pot? Instant Pot. I don't even know what it's called. But it's fantastic. And I fancy that. The other thing I fancy has to do with technology. Now, I'm sure all of you people are uh, like hackers and shit already. I'm sure you're very tech savvy. Well, I am not. It turns out I'm a fucking moron across the board. I don't really know much about anything. Like I told you before, I know a little bit about a lot of stuff, but I really don't know shit about lots of other things. <laughs> and technology is one of these things. Now, I was having a problem with my Wi-Fi, with my Netflix. This shit was lagging so hard that we didn't really watch Netflix for like two months because it just wouldn't fucking work. It wouldn't play. And it was driving me nuts. And I can't figure it out. I don't know what I'm doing. I somehow have like three or four different Wi-Fi names on my phone when they pop up. And some of them pop up at other times. It's just really weird. And I was like, I was getting frustrated. And so I'm looking up on one of these egghead threads like, oh, how come uh, my Netflix is so slow, whatever I wrote. And I got into some forum and someone recommended, let me see what I wrote it down, what it's called. I don't know what this is. I've <laughs> never heard of it, but someone recommended it and the person responded like, oh my God, I tried it and it works fantastic and it's a lifesaver. Thank you so much. I was like, oh, what is this? And it says, uh, Powerline Adapter Wi-Fi Signal Booster. You ever heard of this? Because I sure hadn't. So what it is, is you plug this into the wall and then you plug in that yellow cable. <laughs> What's that fucking cable called? The LAN cable or something? You plug that right into the box that goes in the wall. And then the other end, you plug into your router. Uh, yeah, or your modem router, whatever it's called. And what it does, and you plug another one in right by your TV, and you plug in the wire from that into your TV. And so it just kind of bypasses the whole wireless bullshit. And now it's like you're hardwired but your shit's in another room. You're just using two plugs that are sending the signal through, I think, the electricity. But it's got to be a direct connection through electricity. It's pretty crazy. It's like, it's like the Matrix type shit, how you can see it going through all the code. Anyway, so basically, this thing is fucking fantastic. My Netflix has never looked better. There's never an issue with the streaming and never fucking uh, stalls or hiccups or nothing. It's seamless. Oh, it's fantastic. And it solved all my problems. Yeah, it's killer, dude. The, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not kidding around. This, the picture looks so much clearer. And yeah, it loads up really quick. It's great. Highly recommend it if you're having any problems like I was. I don't know if many people are having my problems because it's, I, th I think I'm just retarded. I think I'm the factor that's going on here. <laughs> but uh yeah so the fancy power line adapter or whatever that thing is called and the insta instant instapot I, who knows i fancy that all right and now it's time for the darker side of life that's right it's time for the legendary fuck you moment and here we go Oh, yeah. All right. The fuck you moment is the opposite of fancy. It's where I get to be negative once again. You know, I love to end every show on a negative note. <laughs> All 
All right, so the fuck you for this week. I mean, this month. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about the news. Okay, fuck you to the news. The problem nowadays is that the news will report on something. It's like they're so eager to be the first to break the story that they don't even check out the fucking facts of the story. It's just all about who said it first, right? And uh, that's kind of dangerous because you don't get all the truth. For example, I know this is kind of a dumb, dumb uh, throwaway one, but uh, it's still, it's still true. This could be a really serious story, but I'm not going to do that. This is not a serious type show. <laughs> if you came here for serious shit and the news, keep looking for a different podcast. So the story first broke, and this is what got my attention, that a hiker killed a mountain lion with his bare hands. That's what it said, right? And I'm like, oh my God, let me look this up. And it turns out a Colorado man who was running through the mountains, you know, exercising, was attacked from behind by a mountain lion. Now they said that it wasn't, a, this is how they said it first, it was not a full grown mountain lion. Normally they can get to be 180 pounds. This one was about 120 pounds. So it was a young mountain lion, it said. And it says that this guy fought it and strangled it to death. It said killing it with his bare hands. It's like, holy fuck, dude, that's awesome. That guy's a badass. I even was going to nominate him for the danger elite status. Oh my God, James, what, what pray tell is the danger elite status? Oh, well, thanks for asking. Danger elite status is when you do something remarkable. Something crazy awesome that will elevate your normal everyday bullshit status to danger elite status in which when you go to a bar, people have to pay for your drinks. You never pay for another drink for the rest of your life because now you've elevated to elite danger elite status. <laughs> it's pretty much just doing something incredible that's like, oh my God, you from now on, you are, you are known as a badass for the rest of life. And if somebody strangled a fucking mountain lion with their bare hands, that would automatically join the ranks of danger elite status. But, of course, nothing is as awesome as it seems. Because then the story came out later. Uh, you know, because I'm looking for, for pictures of the guy. Like, oh man, what's he look like? Because it said, it said he, was, uh, he was injured badly during the attack. I had in needed uh, plastic surgery to to repair the wounds on his arms and his neck and his face and his arm and legs on this shit. Because think about it, dude. If you got into a fight with a fucking house cat, that would do some damage. All right, a full-grown house cat. If it went after you, it's gonna fuck you up. I mean, it's got those sharp little claws and teeth. They're all over the place. If you grab this thing from its throat, it's still going to come after you with all its feet and, and, uh, and hands. <laughs> feet and hands. All the claws are coming after you. So it's going to be cutting you up pretty bad. Now imagine that's a fucking mountain lion. Even if it's a 120-pound mountain lion, that's crazy. But uh, no, that wasn't the case. And then it turns out like a week later, I saw an oh, update on the story. Oh, the mountain lion wasn't actually 120 pounds. It was actually 80 pounds. And I'm like, okay, that's significantly smaller. 
but still pretty impressive that he fought this thing off with his bare hands. <laughs> now, a few days ago, it turns out, oh, there's an update to the story. And they show the guy. And yeah, he's cut up and stuff. You can see scratches and all that shit. It turns out it was a fucking 40-pound kitten. <laughs> and he stepped on its neck. Now, fuck you, news. All right? Why couldn't you give us all the facts? You know, it's... It's pretty frustrating. So what can you actually believe in the world? What you read in the news? Because, I mean, this, this story went through how many different versions? Before it was like, oh, yeah, by the way. And at that point, it's already fucking... It's weeks old. And uh, it's, it's history now. Who cares? But, yeah, this guy, I mean... Still, a 40-pound cat coming after you. It's still impressive that he fought it off, I guess. But uh, <laughs> it went from this imagery of him fighting a 120-pound mountain lion, fighting it, and then strangling it to death, to, oh, yeah, it was a kitten that he stepped on his neck. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I, this might be a weak one this week, but uh, this month. But still, worthy of reporting. So hey, news with your uh, leading on. You know, you get a you get a couple facts. A guy was running through the woods. A mountain lion attacked him, and he killed it with his own bare hands. You get a couple facts, and you kind of run with it <laughs> to make this a. Uh, you know, a remarkable story when it's actually this guy killed a kitten. <laughs> still, but still, still. A 40-pound cat. I think it would have taken me down. I don't think I could fight of a 40-pound mountain lion kitten. So uh, I think he still is deserving of maybe a few, maybe like a round of drinks. I don't know about danger lead status, but uh, at least a, a round and maybe an appetizer for free. <laughs> it's worthy of that. So yeah, the news, so-called fake news. Ah, fuck you! Fuck you! All right, that's going to do it, everybody. You know what? I have a confession to make. If you are a detective and you pay the slightest attention to detail, you'll notice that this show's released kind of uh, late in regards to how it started. <laughs> Talking about Oscars. <laughs> now we're in March. And yeah, like I said, I've been so fucking busy that I haven't had any time. I had most of the show already recorded, except for the fancy and fuck you. I had to add that today, which is like March 6th or 7th or something. Mar Today's March 7th. And uh, yeah, I <laughs> that's how busy I've been. It, it took me like three weeks to finish this fucking thing. And a little update. Uh, <laughs> some people... Uh, my kid's baseball team, they were talking about that movie Roma, and they were saying how fucking shitty it was. <laughs> and here I am starting the show talking about how it fucking had this effect on me. My wife actually wound up watching it after I told her, like, oh, my God, this shit fucking made me cry. She was like, really? And then she watched it on her own, and she's like, God, that movie was fucking stupid. I didn't cry at all. Like, I didn't care. I couldn't wait for it to be over. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I saw a little article on the on the internet recently that's saying if you can cry during a movie that you're the best person of all time. 
<laughs> because you can really show empathy and compassion, a trait that is very crucial and important to being a well-rounded human being. So I guess I'm just better than most people, that's all. Especially my wife. I mean, if I can really uh, relate to a Mexican maid in a movie, then that means I'm a fantastic individual. And maybe if you can't, then uh, you got a lot of soul searching to do. And you got a lot of problems in your world. Okay? <laughs> Speaking of movies, I'm going to go watch Captain Marvel tonight. Oh, boy. Seems like it's been a long wait. Let's see. Oh, the, the, the women's movement. We need a woman to save everything. <laughs> the Marvel Cinematic Universe is in peril. We need a woman to come and save all the boys. Right? Propaganda at its finest. No, that's not how I really feel. Um, I'm, uh, I've been trying to avoid all the previews from this movie. I've only seen like the first preview that came out. And I avoided everything else. I'm tired of being over-fucking-saturated with these movies where I can already see a bunch of scenes that they show in the preview, so I'm kind of trying to avoid them altogether now. But uh, that's tonight. And another thing is I joined my company softball team again. It started up. Uh, we played one game, and I did very well. And I don't have any muscle cramping or no pain or nothing. How exciting! What a shock! So that was, uh, we had one game. We have another game tonight. So I actually bought two tickets to Captain Marvel, one at 7 o'clock and one at 10.30. And uh, since it rained heavily yesterday, I'm anticipating that the game's going to be canceled. So uh, depending on whether or not it is or not, that's the show I'm going to, and I'll get a refund for the other shit. Look at me with a master plan. Ho-ho! Uh, so, yeah, well, I'll let you know how that goes. I'll keep you posted on all those updates. <laughs> And on another side note, baseball's back, motherfucker. All right, my Dodgers are back on TV. It's a bunch of AAA players, a bunch of people I never heard about, and they're making a whole lot of mistakes, but uh, it's still good to be watching the game again. And uh, so, wow, look at me ending this show on a little positive note. What a twist. I didn't see it coming. All right, and as always, I end every show with some fantastic advice, and that's simply, stay dangerous, my friends. <laughs> Later. You made a fool of me, but the broken dreams have got to
Yeah.